Checkpoint One. Welcome. Aloha. We are so excited and thankful that you have decided to join us for the Fresh Wind Prayer Walk. This year has been a year marked by unexpected and unfortunate events, but we know that God's hand is present through all of this. Our hope is that as you walk through the golf course, you will grow in your relationship with God, reconnect with others, be encouraged by the good God is doing through our church, and envision with us what God has in store for our future as a church. This is checkpoint one of eight on today's walk. At each checkpoint, we will share with you a little about this land, our church, and God's work in and through both. We will close each segment with a prayer prompt asking you to join us in prayer over a specific area of this amazing effort. So let's get started with some background. Traditionally, Hawaii was governed through an ahupua'a system. This system was used by the Hawaiians as a way to sustain both the people and the land. Typically, each ahupua'a stretched from the mountains to the ocean and fostered harmony between the land and the people. This majestic property is situated in the ahupua'a of Kaneohe, which has always been held in high esteem. The land that our property is on was held by royalty. In fact, after uniting the islands, King Kamehameha I kept Kaneohe for himself, and later, in 1848, when the land was redistributed during the Great Mahele, King Kamehameha's wife, Queen Kalama, was given the land we are standing on today. Our history as a church began on February 15, 1959, at the YWCA on Richard Street. It was a momentous occasion as both pastors, Bill Pfeiffer and Philip Lee, welcomed 400 people to the first service of First Presbyterian Church of Honolulu. One of them even joked that the Presbyterian Church was so new to the islands that many in attendance didn't even know how to spell Presbyterian. Even in that very first message, Pastor Bill Pfeiffer made it clear that it would take everyone's involvement to see God's will come true for our church and to reach people for Jesus. In two short years, the church would move into their new home on the corner of Kemuku and Nehoa, where it would reside and flourish for the next 45 years. Meanwhile, ownership of our current property changed hands a few times. Interestingly enough, it was once held by Iolani School, who sold, um, who sold it to Minami Investment Corporation of Japan in 1987 during the real estate boom of the 80s. The Minami Corporation spent millions of dollars to create the golf course and the clubhouse, but when the Japanese economy crashed in the early 90s, it was forced to sell the property for a small fraction of what they spent to develop it. While that was going on, in 1994, our current pastor, Dan Chun, took over as the head of the church and ushered in a new season of growth and expansion. Within 10 years, our church was holding 402 events a month at the Keomoku location. The congregation had grown to 1,400 people on a piece of land with only 83 parking stalls. After a convicting word from Robert Schuler, a prominent pastor at the time, the search for a new home began with only $200,000 in the bank. The staff looked at more than 500 sites, and at the time, the golf course wasn't even for sale. Once the owners agreed to sell, the church needed to raise money to afford it, but couldn't reveal to the congregation where their new home was going to be because of a non-disclosure clause. 
miracle after miracle fell into place as God's hand became more and more apparent. And in 2006, our church raised $8 million based purely on faith, not knowing where their new location would be, and purchased the Kolau Golf Course and Clubhouse. We are the beneficiaries of their faith and generosity today. Spend some time in prayer thanking God for how He orchestrated everything from the creation of these islands to this very moment so we could be here today. Thank Him for those in our congregation who sacrifice themselves based purely on obedience and faith. Go ahead and pause the podcast until the next station. Pray and feel free to discuss what you have prayed about or what God has revealed to you after you have prayed. Checkpoint 2. Here we are, in this present moment, standing in the presence of God. You too have a history with God. God has woven together the events of your life to bring you to this exact moment, at this exact time, in this exact place. Take the next minute to meditate on His goodness that surrounds you and remember God's unshakable love for you. Remember the great times and the difficult times He has carried us through. Whether this is your first time at First Pres or your thousandth time, you are here for a reason. God has brought you here for such a time as this. As we talked about earlier, there are peaks and valleys of every story, including the story of our church. Let's take a moment to think about the season that we're in as a church. These past eight months have been the longest stretch of time that we have not met in person for services in the history of the church. Thank God for this season that the church is in and how he is using it to bless us and our community in ways we can't even imagine. Go ahead and pause the podcast to reflect and pray for all these things and restart it when you're done praying. Now that you've taken some time to think about our church's past, present, and how God's hand was there all, all along, take a moment to be present in this moment. Take a deep breath and exhale. Another deep breath and exhale. Take a moment to marvel at the koalows and think about what you're experiencing through your five senses. And before we dive into asking God for his wisdom, his blessing, power, and presence, stop and invite the Holy Spirit to fill you. Pray this simple prayer. Holy Spirit, come and fill me and be with me during this time. Psalm 65, 5 through 8. God, our Savior, you answer us with awesome and righteous deeds. You are the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. You who formed the mountains by your power, having armed yourself with strength, who stilled the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the turmoil of the nations. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. 
each of those mighty peaks you see in the Koalaus is his design and intention. They are a towering monument to his greatness. Contemplate God's wisdom, capability, and inner beauty which were all required to wield the volcanoes and the rain like a sculptor's hammer and chisel for such a masterpiece. That same artist stands with you now. Hear his invitation to join this new work in progress. Invite him to work on you. Now take the next minute to be still and rest in the reality of God who is with you. Don't strain to hear him. Just welcome and enjoy his company as you would enjoy the company of a good friend. He is here with you. Go ahead and pause the podcast until you get to the next station. Pray and feel free to discuss what you've prayed about or what God has revealed to you after you have prayed. Checkpoint three. We have come to a fork in the road, both literally and figuratively. In this season, we are all crossing into uncharted territory. As a church, we are facing unprecedented times. For the first time since we have purchased this property, we have been given the amazing opportunity to decide what we want to do with the entirety of the property. We are facing a fork in the road. As with any crossroad, this is our opportunity to make sure that God is at the forefront of our decision-making and leading the way for what is ahead. In this moment, we need God's wisdom and guidance to show us where he wants us to go and what he wants us to do. Spend some time asking Jesus to make clear his intentions for our Ko'olau property and to give us bold new ideas and the courage to carry them out. For each of us personally and for our congregation, ask the Lord to show us what role he wants each of us to play and for the courage to join him in this next season. Pray for wisdom, guidance, and discernment for our church leaders as they guide us into this next season. Go ahead and pause this podcast until you get to the next station. Pray and feel free to discuss what you have prayed about or what God has revealed to you after you have prayed. Checkpoint four. The Ahupua'a system worked because the management of the land was sustainable and healthy for the land. The Hawaiians were familiar with their land and took care of it because the land took care of them. As you walk through this area, it is overwhelmingly obvious that the vegetation surrounding us is lush and vibrant. Only two years ago, the campus managing the golf course had completely flattened all the areas between the holes. All of those trees and vegetation had been completely removed and one could see from one hole and on to the next and to the end of the course unencumbered. In just a year and a half, all those areas blossomed again with life. One negative outcome of the clearing of all those areas, though, was the explosion of invasive species. 
All around us are towering African albizia trees. These trees can grow 20 feet in a year, and in its native environment of Africa, they are tall, strong trees because their roots grow down deep in the soil, searching for water. In the wet, rainy shadow of the Ko'olau Mountains, these trees are brittle and easily blown over because their roots don't need to dig deep into the soil due to our wet environment. These trees show us the importance of our role in restoring the land to its natural state. We want to be an active participant in protecting the land from things that are going to be harmful to it. God has entrusted this enormous and beautiful place to us. Take a minute and pray for the creativity, wisdom, and resilience to cultivate this place for the flourishing which God intends. Pray that we can be good stewards of this land and treat it like the treasure God intended it to be. Go ahead and pause the podcast and reflect and pray for all of these things and restart it when you are done praying. Our lives can be like these open areas. Perhaps there are things you would unconsciously cut away, but through time allowed to come back and take over. In your own life, are there invasive things that you have allowed to grow back? Sometimes we get caught up in what's happening around us and the next thing you know, the entire area is covered with invasives. This past week, Steve Pesch shared the importance of cutting down or eliminating completely the streams that feed fear and cynicism in our hearts. Take a minute and ask God to help you clear out the things that don't belong in your life and ask him to fill those spaces with the things he wants for you instead. Consider how God might be asking you to build hope for our church, our community, and our world. Go ahead and pause the podcast until you get to the next station. Pray and feel free to discuss what you have prayed about or what God has revealed to you after you have prayed. Checkpoint 5. Reaching Our Community Now that you are at the 18th hole, take this opportunity to spend a meditative moment on the green. Find a spot that is socially distanced from the other groups and take in the view of the Ko'ola Mountains, the rich vegetation around you, and our church off in the distance. Enjoy this time with God and each other. Feel free to kneel and pray or sit and listen to the rest of the podcast for this section. The other aspect that made the Ahupua'a system so successful was that it met the needs of the people. Within the span of the mountains to the ocean, an individual's and a community's needs were met. If there was a need for wood, there was wood in the forest. If there was a need for fruit, there was fruit in the fields. If there was a need for fish, there was fish in the ocean. The land took care of the people. We want to use our property to meet the needs of people, both literally and figuratively. We would like to explore growing crops to bring fresh produce to tables and help curb Hawaii's dependence on food being shipped in. There was a time when 100% of Hawaii's food was produced on the islands and feeding a population of about a million. We also want to be a center of personal growth and training where at-risk youth can come to gain skills and knowledge. We want to be a place where people can learn a trade and be able to provide for themselves through the training that they will receive. We also want to be a place where people can reconnect with themselves and what God wants to do with them, a place of peace and solitude, 
a retreat from the craziness of the world where one cannot deny God's existence and handiwork by simply gazing up to the Ko'olau Mountains. Take a few minutes now to ask God to use us and this land to meet the needs of people, neighbors near and far. Pray that God would provide for the basic human needs of nourishment, purpose, and rest for the people of Hawaii. Ask Jesus to meet people's deepest need, an unending relationship with Him, and pray God would provide so abundantly that His blessing released here reaches far beyond our state to meet the needs of men, women, and children all around the world. And if you need prayer, we do have prayer warriors standing by to pray for you. Go ahead and pause the podcast until you get to the next station. Pray and feel free to discuss what you have prayed about or what God has revealed to you after you have prayed. Checkpoint 6. As you walk this section of the trail, notice the shade, darkness, and the limited visibility as the path turns. As we embark on this journey to steward this property well, we know that there will be moments of limited visibility about the future and times of trials. We recognize that the blessing of these 246 acres comes with great kuleana, or responsibility. As we venture through this shaded, dark place, we want to remember God's faithfulness in it all. God uses these areas just as much as he uses the bright and shiny. Take a moment to pray for the challenges that our church is bound to face as we move ahead with stewarding this property. Pray for wisdom, guidance, and favor as we move forward and that God would grow our faith even when we cannot see all that he has planned. As we spend time in this space, let's also reflect on 2020. For many in our congregation and in our communities, this has been a dark time. This has been a year marked by COVID, social distancing, racial unrest, natural disasters, political turmoil, and much more. We have seen a rise in both physical and mental health issues, including eating disorders, anxiety, depression, substance abuse, spousal abuse, loss of loved ones, and loss of income. While these might not specifically be affecting you, these things are a reality to many around us. Let's take a moment to lift up the many in our islands and around the world who are still experiencing dark times. Ask God for healing for those who are sick, provision for those who are facing difficulties, and that God would reveal to us the unmet needs of our community. As with any difficult time, God is always present and his work never stops. Even in the midst of darkness, God's goodness is all around us. If you look around, even in the darkness, there is life, breath, and goodness. In fact, even during COVID, we have a lot to celebrate as a congregation. As our youth group slogan has been, church don't stop for Corona. Despite all the challenges, our church has not stopped doing good amidst the pandemic. We've moved all of our services online and our reach has expanded worldwide. People are tuning into our services from the mainland and internationally. Since going online, 265 people have either accepted Christ or rededicated their lives to him. COVID can't even stop us from taking communion. We've been able to continue on with Alpha and Rooted, and even had an Alpha group at the IHS men's facility, and a youth Rooted group for the first time. The Young Adults Ministry has been active in helping the technologically challenged connect with our online services, 
spending over 100 hours meeting the needs of those at risk through tech support, setting up grocery and pharmacy delivery, and personally shopping for kupuna. They've even helped five different families move. Our youth ministry sprung into action as soon as the stay-at-home order was given and have been helping our middle schoolers and high schoolers through distancing and the trauma and anxiety that the pandemic has caused. Our youth have done various service projects to share God's love with the community, including writing cards to those in need, baking for our first responders, and reaching out to neighbors to pray for them. At The Vine, volunteers from our church partnered with Life360 to put on computer and technology classes for low-income families and at-risk youth to aid in distance learning. We've held a diaper and baby supply donation pickup, which served over 100 families, and over 30 FPC volunteers participated in the food bank distribution at our church, where we served over 500 families, providing two weeks worth of meals. At the drive through trunk or treat, more than 100 volunteers came together through our Ohana ministry to give more than 300 children a safe Halloween experience as their parents drove around our building and stopped at different stations, including the dunk tank with Pastor Tim. Among all those things, many in our congregation regularly serve at the pantry, a food distribution center for those in need. These are just some of the many ways that you, our congregation, have continued to bless the community in the midst of the difficult times. The light shines brightest when it's cut through the darkness. Take some time to thank God for all the good that he has done through our church. Go ahead and pause the podcast until you get to your next station. Pray and feel free to discuss what you have prayed about or what God has revealed to you after you have prayed. Checkpoint 7. As we come out of the darkness, take in the view as everything opens up before you. This is where we are now. God has gifted us with this beautiful masterpiece, and this is our opportunity to seek his will for the property. Take a moment to worship God and thank him for this blessing. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Spend some time here surrendering to God and praying for his continued blessing over this property. Pray that we, as a congregation, will have continued trust in him and that we will all continue to rely on him. Ask God to speak to give us vision, wisdom, and clarity as we move forward and to bring along the right partners for us in this effort. At this station, we really want you to spend time with God being a part of the visioning process. Spend some quiet time with God, perhaps even just listening. We encourage you to jot down any words, phrases, or pictures that come to mind. This is a special time to be with God and see what he has in store for us moving forward. Go ahead and pause the podcast until you get to the next station. Pray and feel free to discuss what you have prayed about or what God has revealed to you after you have prayed. Checkpoint 8. We need your help. We have chosen not to completely clean up this portion of the route, 
because we want you to see what it takes to maintain the property. Notice the jungle fighting to take back the path. Observe the fruit, seeds, branches, and leaves covering the cement. Without the hard work of many volunteers, this is what much of the path you walked will look like. As you can see, 246 acres is a lot to care for, and we can't do it alone. This is true both literally and figuratively. We need your help financially as well. We are standing at the edge of another key moment, like the one that the congregation faced before when they were asked to fundraise for our new church home. To give us a little perspective, here is a voice from the past that you might recognize. Good morning. Let me talk about something called a through line with you. For those who may not be familiar with the term, a through line is a thread that binds a long story together. Like a connecting theme, a plot, or a characteristic in a novel or movie. So when I heard about this prayer walk, I was struck by how our spiritual walk and our church's journey is also a through line that stretches way back and well into a future. Much like how the Bible has a through line that starts in Genesis and connects all the way through Revelation, that through line stretches from before time through today and into eternity. The prophet Jeremiah repeated God's promise to us, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I'll listen to you. You'll seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. My name is Ron, and for many of you, I'm a voice from the past. And the fact that I was even asked to speak to you as you're taking this walk is also a through line connecting the past with today and with the future of First Pres. Twenty years ago, I had the privilege of coming alongside Pastor Dan, who led our church to discern and cast a vision of God's plans. And we embarked to seek a new location for our church. I witnessed firsthand how God miraculously overcame insurmountable odds for our even finding a new site. But the Bible reminded us of our Lord's words. Ask, and it'll be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. The through line of God's faithfulness became a reality. The challenge was daunting. We had no money. Available land was scarce and outrageously expensive. Negative voices, unscrupulous businessmen, and government prohibitions presented impossible barriers. But through prayer, we discerned our goal was not for God to satisfy our plans, but for us to faithfully come alongside his plans. We remembered the promise Jesus told us. I tell you the truth, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it'll move. Nothing will be impossible for you. My friends, we didn't move the church from Makiki. God moved the mountain. I remember when we finally came over. We had a prayer walk similar to this, and people stuck stakes into the ground with scripture verses that captured their feelings on the journey. We were declaring that we literally had a stake in the future of this place, powered by the Holy Spirit. We were part of a through line of centuries of believers who came before us, followers of Christ 
who stepped out in faith despite scary odds and unknown futures. But secure in the promise that if we loved God and were called in his name, everything would work out for the good. We didn't know the golf course would close. We didn't know we'd be embarked on this cart path today, praying for God to reveal the right path for us to take to work for his purpose, his kingdom, and his glory. So I invite you to just stop for a minute and recognize that where you are today and where First Press is going, including the use of the former golf course, is also a part of God's through line. Discerning the wise stewardship of this huge property may seem daunting. 20 years ago, we didn't expect to operate a golf course at all, and we didn't have a clue how we'd use this massive property. We just knew that as good as it looked, it would be even more of a glimpse of paradise if we stayed true to God's purposes. So stop, right now, and silently ask for God to reveal those plans to our leaders. Seek to understand and conform to his will. Pray for faithful following of that lead, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, bring unity of purpose, and continue to miraculously remove obstacles. And know that when you knock, he'll be pleased, and he'll open the door, in his way, in his time, and in a way that reveals his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. For today, his through line continues through this place and through you. Amen. The goal of Raise the Sales has always been 100% engagement. 100% engagement describes our desire for everyone to prayerfully see God's will for your part in the generosity journey. Just by joining us on this prayer walk today, you are engaging in that goal. How is God asking you to be generous? For some of you, Raise the Sales is new, and this is your opportunity to be a part of the effort. As we talked about earlier in the podcast, this is your opportunity to be a part of all the good that God is doing and going to do through the church. Welcome aboard. For some of you, God is asking you to finish strong with the commitment that you made last year. We are so grateful for your faithfulness throughout this difficult time for everyone. And for some of you, God might be calling you to expand your gift. We want to thank you for your willingness to grow in your generosity and be obedient to what God has for you in this season. Now spend the next few minutes praying to God and asking Him how He is inviting you to join Him in His work here. Maybe it's helping with the care and maintenance. Maybe it's joining the team working to enable us to safely gather again for worship. Or maybe it's financial support. Ask Jesus what he is asking from you. Go ahead and pause the podcast to reflect and pray for all these things and restart it when you are done praying. Thank you so much for joining us for this event. We are so grateful to be on this journey with you and look forward to the work we will do together. As we conclude this podcast and prayer walk, we recognize that this is just the beginning. We wanted to share with you three ways you can get involved in the next steps. First, if God has led you to volunteer to help us maintain this property, 
Volunteers and staff are available at the end of the route with opportunities to be a part of that amazing work. Second, as we continue our Raise the Sales campaign, we invite you to take a commitment card and materials in preparation for Commitment Sunday on November 22nd, a week from tomorrow. Finally, we hope you will join us to continue our through line and write a prayer or verse on a stake, which is symbolic of our collective commitment to the future of God's work in this place. As one Olalono Eao says, Aohe Hananui Kealuia. No task is too big when done together by all. With God, all things are possible. God bless you and have a wonderful day.